I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's very exciting episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sonny. I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! And, of course, before we get too far in, we want to thank all of our wonderful patrons. So, a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Top Cuts, Trouble Sonny, and Caleb, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Marshawn Jones, Zyphorus, Yeet Defeat, AD, Dank Nugs, Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epi, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I Am McLincoln, Imagine Playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in 2022 on Earth in the Milky Way Galaxy in the Universe on Earth in 2022 playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Jarrett Helton, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Quitting the Game is a Floodgate, True! Yeah, yeah. Rudolph, Sprite Farter, Super Ancient Deep CDs, Nuts King, Coelacanth, Tear Limits, Havenous, Floodgate in Your Mouth, Tindangle Doles, more like Tindangle D's Nuts, yeah. Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, You Still Play Dragon Link, Will Cry Me a River While I'm Dragging D's Nuts Across Your Face, Zingus Khan, Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Brandon Potter, Duty Booty, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Jerry Beans Man, King, King Henry, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Ray Powell, Shockmaster did nothing wrong, slaking it up, stop crying about called by, it's balanced. The Meta Killers podcast tries to indoctrinate Sonny and Caleb to play Flunder, hashtag Flunder best deck, L plus ratio plus Opelousa is not a floodgate, which is, again, true. And where Opelousa dating a Sim Konami. So, of course, we want to take and extend, again, a huge thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. And before we get too much farther, before I forget, actually... Mm-hmm. I want to read a couple of reviews. We 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 used to read all of our reviews and we've since gotten out of that not because we don't want to or because we don't like our reviews, we think they're bad. We have nothing but like perfect five-star ratings and reviews, which we are again so so thankful to all of you for. And this review the reviews come from like Apple Podcasts and stuff. But uh like I said, we used to read them all out and we started yeah. getting like a good amount and we kept 
forgetting. <laughs> and so, of course, uh, let's do these because one of them really touched me. So uh, we're going to start off with a great podcast from King Gecko. Five stars. The Top Cut podcast single-handedly got me back into Yu-Gi-Oh! and has helped me so much to learn how new things work and to keep me up to date on cards and such. I'm very happy. That was one of our goals with the podcast. I'm really happy that we could help somebody out in that way. Heck yeah. And this review comes in from uh, Luck and Funk. Five stars. Great show. I have been listening with my 11-year-old son, who is just getting into the game playing a Heroes deck, on the way to and from school. As a parent who is about a generation too old to have played as a kid... This has been a great resource and source of entertainment for us as we try to learn about the game. The show has a great local game shop vibe. We have found a great community near us and consider Sonny and Caleb as an extension of that. Aww, I appreciate that. That 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 touches me in the cockles of my heart. Um. So I, I have a son too. I, I don't know how many people know this. I, I have a five-year-old. And it's something that I really hope that we can do one day is bond over this game that I, I know I love that I hope that one day it's a game that he loves. And so boy, will he have access to some good cards? Yes, he will. <laughs> and the best part is I can justify it at that point. Yep. But he's going to rock the dragon duels. Let me tell you, <laughs> my goal is to uh, train him like um, Goku was trained as a child uh, he will be a Dragon Duel World Champion, <laughs> but uh, I actually, honestly, um, this review really, really, really hit me hard in a special place. Um, having a five-year-old, having a, having a small son, I, I just, I don't think I have to tell anybody that has children, but you really hope to be able to enjoy any hobby mm -hmm. with them one day. And to really be able to have that opportunity to spend that time with my son and to be there with him is something that I look forward to one day. So, oh yeah, um, very genuinely a huge thank you for listening. Um, we try to keep the show pretty clean for the most part. I know sometimes stuff slips, but yeah, for, for that exact reason. Yeah, be because uh, it's my goal. That one day, uh, my my son might be able to go back and listen to this podcast, and maybe not this particular episode or whatever, but to be able to listen to about how to get into the game, where to start, and things like that. And sure, a lot of me there's a resource, but to be able to provide that knowledge for the next generation of duelists, which I think is so critical and important, is a huge deal to me. So, so that really touched me. And I really want to thank, um, this, this reviewer in particular for that, for sharing that with us. It means a lot to me. Uh, so let's go ahead. And, uh, uh, I, I know that we're getting kind of far in and we're kind of burying the little bit a little bit. I know that this is the big band list episode. Mm -hmm. Everybody's very ready. I just going to do a couple of, I promise I'll keep it short today. <laughs> Quick ad reads. Uh, 
Yeah. So huge thank you to Millennium Threads. Millennium Threads is a wonderful Etsy store that you can go to to find some wonderful Yu-Gi-Oh apparel. I highly recommend them. You can find some awesome t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. And they're all custom embroidered. They look great. And you can use code TOPCUT10 at checkout to get 10% off of your entire order. Also want to recommend Dragon Shield products. Dragon Shield is one of the largest accessory manufacturers in the world, and they're most well known for their sleeves. Of course, they make binders, deck boxes, and play mats. But be sure to check out their wonderful sleeve selection. It is on their website. They have a bunch of new colors coming, designs. Mm -hmm. You can find all of that in the link in the description down below. It is an affiliate link, and it helps support the podcast at no additional cost to you. And of course, the TCG player affiliate link is down there. It also helps support the podcast. In addition to the Patreon supporting the podcast, mm-hmm. um, we have been investing in. I I hope that yeah, you can tell. Yeah, I hope I hope that those on YouTube can tell. Uh, we spent a good amount of money recently, actually, pretty much all Patreon money, on getting lighting set up, getting cameras, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, there are huge investments going into right. the channel. Yeah, we got a light like right there behind the camera. We got a light like right over here. You want me to just lean this in real quick? Uh, no, because it's gonna mess up the shot. Fair enough. So, yeah. but I'm, yeah. I hope they believe us. We have a I'm bunch just, of lights now. I'm just, I'm just very proud of these. These because it makes our our actual video itself look so much better. Yes, so much better. Honestly. So, of course, we are going to go ahead and move on in. But again, thank you everybody for your mm-hmm. wonderful support. It really means the world to us. So. Let's talk a little bit about this ban list. We, we got a ban list today. Of course, everybody knows about this ban list. As, everybody... of, rec- as, of, uh, as of you listening, it was yesterday. Correct. So we're recording this like late Monday night. The ban list yep. came out around right around noon today. And it's... A lot of people at first thought it was a joke. It, well, it is. But we'll get into that. <laughs> but no, no, no. Because like, I remember a lot of people going... Because like we've had this kind of joke where somebody's like, "Oh, the ban list came out, man! I can't believe they did this." And people are like, oh, "What?" Yeah. And they go, "Look, there's there's no ban list." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little bit unbelievable at first to actually get the ban list. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it, and I really wasn't expecting it on a Monday. Honestly, I, I don't, I just don't feel like the ban lists usually come on Mondays. But we did get a ban list today, and well, yesterday we got a ban list yesterday, and I I know we didn't do the live reaction episode like we normally do. But with us both working full time, yeah. it's just it's not really a feasible thing for us anymore. Just the situation has changed a little bit. So yeah. we hope you understand. But here we can give you a much more in depth discussion about the yeah. ban list and what we think was went right and went wrong with the ban list, as well as I also want to let everybody know now. I'll put a reminder at the beginning of next episode. But we recorded f- what was what supposed it, yeah. to be today's episode. We recorded it Sunday night. And we were, we're pushing that episode to Friday. Yeah, so there's going to be some talk in there about, oh, well, if we ever get a ban list. Yeah. But obviously. We got it. We got it. So, <laughs> Okay. So this is the Forbidden and Limited list effective from October the 3rd mm-hmm. of 2022. So next monday tuesday something like uh, that i want to say that's next monday but i will double check that because now i'm curious because i never bothered to look yeah yeah i never bothered to actually check the day itself yeah that's monday yeah, it's monday all right yeah, so effective so, from next monday hey we got a week's notice 
which is a lot compared to last time when it where it was effective that day yeah where we had a four-day notice yeah so as always cards that are forbidden are permitted to have zero copies in your deck list cards that are limited are limited to one copy cards that are semi-limited are limited to two copies and cards that are unlimited you're allowed to have three copies in your deck ah 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 Okay, three, three, so three. let's go ahead and start with the banned cards. So the first banned card is some one that I think a lot of people wanted banned. I, I know I called for this on my personal banned prediction as well as my wish list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first card is Fairy Tale Snow. Yeah, how long was she around before they rebanned her? Um, well, <laughs> banned in, unreleased in, uh, released off the ban list in January band again in october so yeah so like, like late band. january so she's around for nine two, and a half months yes yeah, so she's around for two ban lists yeah two formats she made it through one ban list before she got on before she got reband on the next one yeah too so, strong it fairy tale snow is a crazy <laughs> card i understand not hitting it back on the may ban list because at that point it wasn't really doing anything yeah but then it started doing things right so branded got released and after branded got released they were sending it with branded fusion as the light target to go mm-hmm. into one of the either lubelion i think it was lubelion yeah so they would send it like that and then after branded fell out of favor it was because tier limit became the best deck pretty much and tier limits were sending it off of curious so oh boy or you are using it to make curious sometimes on a rare occasion or both dos. Yeah, actually, I don't think that you could. Real, I don't think sequencing works to where it works for both. Uh, I mean, if I mean, if you used it to make curious, and then like as soon as there's a graveyard, you like activate effect, banish them, and they're like silent graveyard, put it back in the deck. Effective curious, just... put it back in the graveyard. I guess in you mean foolish return. Yeah, fo- foolish return. Thank you. Yeah, I guess in theory, yes, you could theoretically do it. It could happen. I'm not saying it ever will. But I don't think it ever has happened. But what you could do in that instance is uh, actually chain snow to just yeah 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 because snow's you know not yeah, once per yeah. turn. Um, so snow is absolutely deserved. It was a level four. There, there would the Tillamant deck would go into Curious to send snow directly from deck to grave, and then bring back snow using its own effect and use it as overlay material or link material to go into Abelusa or whatever they wanted to do. Yeah yeah. The card was certifiably insane and absolutely deserving of being rebanned. Uh, next, we have Ronin Toten. This one's actually really interesting. Yes, because it hits specifically uh, Sprite. Right. But then it doesn't affect other decks that can that also use uh, Totally Awesome as a kind of crutch to put produce an inboard. Right. So, basically... Most decks up to this point were using Totally Awesome through Bahamut Shark. Mm -hmm. So essentially how that works is you would go two level four waters into Mm -hmm. Bahamut Shark, like say two Marincess monsters, and then detach from Bahamut Shark to special summon Toad from the extra deck, effectively cheating it out. Mm -hmm. And then you would just use Toad that way. Yeah, you get one, you'd only get like one Toad negate, but then it's specifically Marincess, you would Toad negate and then get to add back a Marincess back to your hand. Right. Also... In but in Sprite, Ronin Tonin was really the key there because Sprite's all being level two, they actually used utilized the frog engine mm-hmm. to make hard make 
uh, totally awesome. Yeah, and then they would use this effect to negate, and then Elf would bring it back for another negate on the same turn. Yeah, and and I don't have a problem with this, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that total, I think it totally awesome. It's actually a very cool card, and it leaves the Frog Engine as a playable engine, and it also gives the water decks, which are known to be a bit underpowered of that little extra oomph that they kind of yeah, need. Yeah, because like, like right now, the two main water decks are Shark, is a Shark Control using Stealth Kraken and Marincess. Right. Yeah, who are both who can both perform the level four, the rank four XC summon into Bahama Shark. Right. So, I actually, I like that hit quite a lot. A lot of people didn't like it at first. I really like it. I was a little kind of Eh, at first, but then like now after I had time to like think about it and let it digest, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Next we have Christian Halky Firebrax. Finally, this feels a one list too late because I feel like it wasn't doing quite as much now. Oh yeah, no this 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 is it's overdue. Yeah. Overall, I like this hit a lot. I think that Halky Firebrax will be a problem as long as it's around. It limits future design it's... card design and. It was a lot of the enabler behind most scythe locks. I mean, it is it is almost the verte of synchros. Almost. It, it, yeah, it's it's insane. It's it's worth. That's a an actually, apt comparison. I, actually, I'd almost say it's a little bit better than verte, only because verte verte's entire existence was to summon out dragoon or dpe at the end of a turn, right? Sure. Whereas Halka Firebrax could either uh, force, could either uh, make synchro plays itself, and then your opponent's turn, you can tag out into formula and conduct other synchro summon to your opponent's turn, and also draw a card on top of that. And you, in addition to that, you can also uh, use it to like summon Despot, go into a Roardon, back when a Roardon was leading. Right. Now you can. Uh, now I've seen um, striker players. Uh, summon out Effect Veiler and go into uh, uh, Celine. Celine. Celine getting out another, uh, get, pulling the Effect Veiler back access code. Yes. Hockey Fibrox is an unequivoc- unequivocally strong card that absolutely should not be underestimated. And it, this is a very just ban, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I, I see no problem with this ban. Uh, and it may be a little overdue, but. <laughs> Better late than never. That's my one complaint. Yeah. Chaos Ruler the Chaotic Magical Dragon. This is such an interesting card. So, essentially, you have a card that's a generic level 8 synchro with 3,000 attack that can mill 5 cards from the top of your deck. Mm-hmm. Granted. Add, add a light or dark monster from those to your hand. That's if they're... That's if he, that's even if you hit one. You could whiff. Or you could just not run any light or dark and you just don't care. And you just dump 5. Yeah. And only that, it can also revive itself. Yes, and it provides extension also. The card is just literally insane. Um, this is a hit, to, a hit to a lot of the punk strategy, so I don't think punk tier limit is a deck at all yeah. anymore. I think that this is this is enough to where the deck is no longer a thing. But between Halk and this, punk tier limit is not yeah. a deck anymore. But also, Dragon Link took a huge indirect hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon Link that got was... bodied on accident. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in the crossfire. Yeah. It, it happens. And our last banned card is Red Reboot. So, Red Reboot is... It's interesting, right? 
Yeah. I think that there's a ton of justification for Red Reboot to be banned. It is a singularly game-warping card. Oh, like yeah. Like few others. Oh, yeah, no, no. That it's, it's definitely one of those cards that if your opponent sets five and passes and you have a Red Reboot, you've won. I wouldn't say all the time that you've won. Name... Name, okay, listen, if your opponent sets five traps and you have a red reboot in hand, how do you not win? Because if they activate something that you have to negate and you red reboot and they have solemn judgment, you ah, auto that's, lose. That's fair. But then that also requires them have exactly solemn judgment. Uh, it happens every time I play against Eldritch. Yes, I am aware. It yeah. also happens every single time. You, uh, no, 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 no. There's one time it, uh, when you're doing me while I was playing Labyrinth where I, fl- where I flipped a trap and you red rebooted me and I didn't have solemn judgment once it's happened once i remember when we were at the case tournament for power of the elements and i played against the mm-hmm. trap Eld- actually i played against two trap eldritch players they traveled there together Ooh. and one of the trap eldritch players that i played against i normal summon mo Yi activated effect and he hit me with solemn strike mm-hmm. and i was like i i have to red reboot here i don't yeah. have another way to play and i hit him with the red reboot and he solemn judgmented yeah I mean, hey, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, but Red Reboot is a singularly powerful card that wins games immediately if it resolves. The issue is... At the cheap cost of half your life points, too. And from your hand, you never have to set it. There's no reason to ever set the thing. Right, there's never a reason to set it. Because it's spell speed 3, you can activate it from your hand as a trap card at the cost of half your life. If you set it first, you don't even need to pay half your life. Yeah, yeah. It's only half your life if you play out your hand. Right. So, it's... Like I said, it's a singularly powerful card that warps games. I think that the... My issue with this is that there are certain trap cards in the game that have the ability to have no interaction... And Red Reboot was your only way of interacting with those cards. So the good the good examples that I have here are Dimensional Barrier and Harpy's Featherstorm. Mm-hmm. My issue here with Red Reboot versus these cards is that if your opponent... Let's say I'm playing Sword Soul, which I play a lot. Yeah. And my opponent activates Dimensional Barrier and calls Synchro. If I don't have Red Reboot right there, I probably lose the game. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, in a lot of decks, that one turn loss is you, that's it. Game's over. They're, they're just going to OTK you. Right. And when we were in Despia Sword Soul format, everybody was playing D Barrier. I had to have the red reboot in my mm-hmm. hand, or a lot of times I just lost. They, you have, they, they have three D Barrier. Flunder has three Harpies Featherstorm. Like, the worst thing I've ever seen happen is, uh, was, I was. I, it was in one of those ter- in one of those regionals or something. I don't remember which tournament it was, and like the person next to me activates D barrier, calls mm-hmm. fusion. Sure. Their opponent judgments. Sure. They're like, okay, cool. Resolve. Okay. Do you have anything? Okay. New chain. D barrier. Yeah. He just set two and was like, cool. Is D barrier not once per turn? No. Like I think it's you can only act. I think it's you can only activate oh, okay. and then judgment negates the activation. Regardless, these are such singularly powerful cards. And now, if I'm going second, it those cards are an auto loss for me. Mm-hmm. At least when Red Reboot was legal, you have some way to potentially interact 
with those cards. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a way to play around or play into those cards. I just lose. Yeah, like, I think the only way that you, that at that point, is that you just so happen to also top deck, like, your Cosmic Cyclone. Or you're, like, one decked in Cosmic Cyclone, and you just blind hit it. Why wouldn't they just chain it? What if they don't know what you're playing yet? Like, literally... Turn game one, it's a mad person who sighted it in and you top deck your They sighted it in game one. Sighted in. Mained it. Thank you. Sure. Um, and then like you just happen to have your out for Mystic Mind, it's like blind hit it. I guess in theory, then yes, that's that like, would work. But... Yeah. But like what are the odds of that of that exact circumstance happening? Basically zero, because nobody's maining it right now. Well, I'd say it's a non zero chance, but we're talking infinitesimally small but it is non-zero let's move on to the newly limited cards so to start off with the newly limited cards we have a blackwing steam the cloak this is a card that was previously banned yes which i think it's perfectly fine for it to come back now since Hawk is banned potentially yeah it will probably cause some issues down the line. I'm not going to lie. But we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, with all the new Blackwing cards coming out, yeah. it could potentially be an issue. Actually, that might be why they uh, banned Hawk in the first place, is so they could unban Stream for all the Blackwing support. Steam. Steam, thank you. I Potentially, I just don't know that... It's worth doing that much ban list modification over one card. Steam hmm. is a powerful card regardless. Oh, yeah. Very. I mean, it's 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 a dark aqua. Well, no, he's not. No, the tokens are aqua. Yeah, the, his token is a wind aqua. Oh, okay. Wind aqua. Okay, so think about this. Let's summon Curious, mm -hmm. send this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I believe you can he can use his own effect to revive himself, right? I think he has to tribute uh, a Blackwing to revive himself. Or something. I read him earlier today. Alright. Blackwing Steam the Cloak says, If this face-up card leaves the field special summon one Steam token, if this card is in your graveyard, you can tribute one monster, special summon this card from the graveyard. You can only use this effect once per duel. Now, this card special summon this way is used as synchro material. All other synchro materials must be black wings. Yeah. But it, it, by the way, it's a rank three level. level yeah. Three. Level three. Thank you. It's a level three tuner. Yeah. So it can be used to make, but so can you, it can be used in three axes. Yeah. Keep in mind, if it leaves the field, it summons that token. Mm -hmm. That is not once per turn. Oh yeah. To be fair, his revive, which is your primary way of getting him back on the field is a, is a hard once per duel. Still. This card's gonna be really broken in Black Wings. The Black oh, yeah. Wings might actually be, I, I'm this. This is probably cope, but Black Wings might be competitive. Um, I mean, I've seen, I, I've seen some people testing some of the new stuff. It, it, they got some pretty crazy boards. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right. The next card is Cyber Jar. This was forbidden. Also, it is now back at one. This is gonna be similar in the way of Yadagarasu and Time Seal in that it's a card that's been banned forever. And at this it's, point, it's just too slow to be a competitive issue. Uh, I mean, is is probably? I mean, that's probably been the case for a long time now, for a long while now. It is, yeah, it has. And they're just like, eh, it's time. Yeah. yeah, it's fine now. Let's go. Uh, Mecha Phantom Beast O Lion was forbidden and is now at one. This is another Hauki Fibrax tuner. 
that was banned and is no longer banned. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have Substitute. So, now, this is really interesting. Substitute came out before Ronin Toten. Yeah. And was, like, good, but not broken. And then on Ronin Toten's release, that's when Frog FTK became a thing. Yeah. Substitute was identified as the problem because it is and subsequently banned after frog <coughs> ftk format so but that's because but they let ronin tone stay around because and in the frog ftk ronin tone won the problem it was substitute was a problem yeah so ronin toden not being once per turn allowed you to because you could use the substitute to keep Go cycling through every frog mm-hmm. in your deck. And then once you used a swap frog to put a Ronin Toten in grave, you could use the Ronin Toten to keep you would um you would banish the frog from your graveyard, summon Ronin Toten, and then use a card like um what was it? Cannon Soldier? No, wait, not wave motion cannon. Mash driver. Yeah, mash driver. Mash Driver would deal, what, 500 points per? Yeah. And it was just a spell card you just activated? Yeah. And so you would s- banish one, summon Ronin Toten back, and then Mash Driver kill the Ronin Toten and burn you for five. And it would keep summoning itself back because you would use Substitute to put, like, 22-ish frogs mm-hmm. in grave. Yeah, Ronin Toten providing the material for you for Substitute to use to keep doing it well substitute provided its own material yeah yeah yeah. so substitute for those that don't know says you contribute one i don't know if it's frog or i, th- I think it's specifically a frog again i read this earlier today and but it was like new yeah okay no it's not you contribute one monster and a monster go. to special summon one frog monster from your deck <laughs> except frog the jam yeah. Frog monsters, except Frog the Jam, cannot be destroyed by battle. Yeah. So, like, they would normal summon this. I do effect it could tribute itself if you really needed to to get out Swap Frog and then just Ronin Tonin for days. Yeah. So, using the Swap Frog Ronin Tonin loop. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I think that Substitute could be a big, big issue. But, Not- okay, I'm sorry. I was doing, I got spaced. You were like explaining that Substitute could just like tribute any of the frogs that it summoned and then summon another one from deck and then tribute that one to summon another one from deck mm-hmm. and that's how you go through your entire deck yeah, in yeah, one yeah. go. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, the, th- now, the thing about Substitute is that right now it's not that big of an issue right this second because Ronin Toten is banned. Yeah. So the FTK is not possible. However, it is a ticking. Time bomb, as he had said, actually, in a conversation we were having earlier. I would just like to say, one for one. The substitute is level one. Summon substitute. Normal summon any monster. Represents you milling out every frog monster in your deck. Yeah. Not one, not two. Could be 30. But anything with frog in the name except Frog the Jam, just gone. Who, who isn't Frog the Jam anymore? He's Slime Toad. So I'm pretending they're going to reprint him soon. I really hope they reprint Substitute. That could be the one best good thing that comes from this, 
is slimed is is substitute yeah. being reprinted because that card is an is an, a usable Edison card yeah. and it was um fifteen dollars before the ban list and now it's up into the twenties yeah, because uh, they have to add the card because now there's no card named Frog the Jam in the game. I guess that's a fair point. Yeah, because they re- because they officially errated errated Frog the Jam into Slime Toad. I mean, if they're gonna if they're errating the card to fix that, I mean, errata the card to where it also is a hard ones per turn. Is a hard ones per turn, and then it can just go to three. Yeah, but it, I think this card is going to cause very serious issues very quickly. Oh yeah, no, like all it need, like literally all they need is a deck that can capitalize on just having a deck full of uh, having a graveyard full of frogs. Yeah. All right, the next card that is moved from banned to one is Spellbook of Judgment. Now, this is a card Ooh, that that's was spicy. This card was only this card was only legal for four months before it got banned. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a really interesting unban. I don't think it'll necessarily be a problem. I think the strategy is a little too slow. Mm-hmm. Now, if it does resolve and it does do what it wants to do, which is add like one copy of every spell book that's in your deck into your hand, and then also no, 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 that that is in your graveyard. Oh, okay, I thought it was in out of deck. Even so, just getting back all the spell books you activated for the turn, except itself, I think, and then special summoning any spellcaster just about from your deck. It's pretty okay. I'm just gonna read it. Yeah. During the end phase of the turn, this card was activated. Adds. Oh. You're right. Add spellbook spell cards from your deck to your hand, except spellbook of judgment, up to the number of spell cards activated after this card's resolution. Then you can special summon one special one from your deck, one spellcaster type monster whose level is less than or equal to the number of cards added to your hand by this effect. Yeah. You can only activate one spellbook of judgment per turn. Yeah. So the, yeah. So that's um, if you're like if you're activating this thing, you already know you're in a position to get the exact number of spellbooks or spell cards activated quote-unquote sure to get the spellcaster you want to just plop it on board right now what spellcaster you would want i'm not sure jargon the spiritualist oh yeah no i mean there's probably one or two other options jargon the spiritualist there's probably one or two other options jargon the spiritualist there's probably one or two other options as well that are not as good as jargon the spiritualist yeah unless you're doing something weird yeah all right, the next card is a Pointer of the Red Lotus. This is a newly limited card. This yeah. was not on the balance before. A Pointer of the Red Lotus, I love this hit. Mm-hmm. I think if they're going to do it, they may have should have just banned it, but at one is probably fine. Very few people are going to play it at one. But they said that about Trap Dust Shoot, too, and it eventually that, got itself banned that's also. That's fair. And this card <laughs> is basically Trap Dust Shoot in today's day and age where ripping that card out of your opponent's hand and getting full hand knowledge for an entire turn. Yeah, that's... It, it wins games because especially if you look at your opponent's hand they have two hand traps and it's like hey guess no. what at that point you went first you've already done combo the hand traps don't matter Ooh, good point you so can you stop need them to, from like get rip that dark yeah. ruler no more out of their hand fair enough well or of course hand traps uh hand traps that they didn't utilize that they're waiting to utilize on as a board breaking tool right like uh infinite impermanence for instance right yeah or Nibiru for some reason they didn't just yeah. use it. You get what I'm saying? Yes. We have no newly semi-limited cards. Which is strange. What's really upsetting to me is that Pot of Desires is still semi-limited. For some reason. And um, I when I was at YCS Niagara, I bought an entire playset of uh, Collector's Rares. So now I have one extra Collector Rare Desires. Woo. Just hold on to it. I, I'm pretty sure that it'll eventually get unlimited. 
I I'll hold on to it. And 10K is still at two, which I still think is weird as heck. Yeah. But all right, and your newly uh, unlimited cards. Yeah, boy. You, we have Dynamite Knight, the True Draco Fighter. Whoo! Good for True Draco. I still don't know that this deck is good. Uh, Cyber Angel Ben Ten. I think that cool this was actually. I think this was kind of a mistake because Cyber Angel Ben Ten is broken, mm -hmm. but it'll be all right. Shooting Riser Dragon. This is one of the most questionable limits that we've had to in be, years. To be so. fair, Hulk isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. So I, I'm fine with Shooting Riser coming to three. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna send? Snow? Huh? Yeah. Fusion Destiny. This is probably fine. No, there's no Vertae. Yeah, but it's also it was like a consistency hit, so yeah, people yeah. wouldn't just play the DPE engine anyway. But I think that's probably fine. Uh, Nadir Servant, which was a questionable semi limit when it happened, so it makes sense that it eventually yeah. comes back. And Trickstar Light Stage from one to three. This is interesting. Um, that's tricks... actually considerably a big jump. I, I'm not. You don't see cards go from one to three very often. Oh, I'm sorry. It went from two to three. I'm. An oh, idiot. okay. I was about to say. But it was at. I didn't even realize it was at two. That's how much. That's how much yeah. it's meant. Uh, and Wall of Revealing Light. This is another one that was at two to three. Just came out of probation. And yeah, that well, that's it. That's the list. To do nothing. Yeah. So just a quick, quick recap. Your entire list is. Fairy Tale Snow, Ronin Toten, Christian Hockey Fibrax, Chaos Ruler of the Chaotic Magical Dragon, and a, a Red Reboot are your newly banned cards. Mm -hmm. Your newly limited cards are Blackwing Steam the Cloak, Cyberjar, Mecha Phantom Beast O Lion, Substitute, then Spellbook of Judgment, and a Point of the Red Lotus. And your newly unlimited cards are Dynamite Knight, the True Draco Fighter, Cyber Angel Benten, Shooting Riser Dragon, Fusion Destiny, Nadir Servant, Trickstar Light Stage, and Wall of Revealing Light. So, there are two cards that are not on this list. Yeah. That I don't like. That they're not on this list. Do, do you want to talk about that, or... Okay, so, there's actually a bunch of cards that are not on this list yeah. that are big problems for me. And I, 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 have, have... I actually have quite a few issues with this list. In, in, on paper, it sounds like a not terrible list. Yeah, it sounds solid. But but it's, but it's a but it's a base of soapstone. It's solid rock, but it's soapstone. Okay, I have a Twitter thread that I posted this earlier to mm -hmm. our Twitter account, and I think that it's worth just reading on the podcast because it illustrates a lot of my concerns with this ban list that. I think are warranted. That's fair. All right. So this is word for word. Everything that I said in my thread, which you can find on our Twitter account. Warning. This is long. It's like an essay. Ooh. While I think that this Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list could have been great. What we got is surprisingly underwhelming considering the amount of moves. I want to make a thread to explain this community's reasoning behind their frustration with this list. And then I added the Konami official account, the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG official account, and the Yu-Gi-Oh! EU official account for visibility. The first thing I would like to say is, I don't want this thread to come across as needless whining or groaning about yet another terrible list. I actually like this list quite a lot for the most part. With that said, there are some really, really glaring issues. Of course, Mystic Mine has been a huge problem for a long time now. 
but over the last two to three months, it has become a mainstay in every major event winning deck list, whether the deck is traditionally a slow paced deck or not. Sure, we have seen Burn, Rika, and Exosister win events where they weren't expected to even be there, but you also have Sword Soul pre-power of the elements and tier elements using the card in winning lists. While I can see an argument for Mystic Mind creating artificial diversity, it feels more like Mine is also being used to insulate combo decks as well. Don't have enough don't have enough to play into your opponent's board going second. Just mind them until you do. It's a reminder that Imperial Order was banned for shutting off an entire game mechanic. Mystic Mind shuts off two mechanics. It's a terrible card. Even if its design is to be a powerful going second card that allows you to play into a board, it's dumb. We already have that. Dark Ruler No More. Nibiru, Forbidden Droplet, and most hand traps were already added to the game with this in mind. Next up is Artifact Scythe. Artifact Scythe has been single-handedly costing people games for years now. And with Dagda being a card, it's easier than ever. To be fair, the Halk ban means less ways to pop Scythe. But the issue is that decks like Live Twin Sprite and Drytron still do it. With the large amount of cards that destroy a card on the field and, qu and quick effect speed, either Scythe or Dagda needs to go. It will limit future game design as long as this card remains legal. Red Reboot also got banned. On the surface, this actually seems like a great hit. It's an exceptionally strong card that blanks traps for the turn. The issue with this ban though is that there are so many powerful trap cards in the game right now that we need that interaction. Cards like Dimensional Barrier or Harpy's Feather Storm will now win games faster and better than ever before due to a lack of ways to interact. On a game built around interaction, this is a critical balancing error. Either those cards go too or let us have a chance of stopping them. My last major point is that Tier Limit was mostly untouched this list. Hitting Snow was a good start, but Curious should have also been banned, and potentially there should have also been one or two limits as well. With the Ashizu cards coming soon, this deck is going to be a major pain. It's not too late though. Since the list does not take effect until October 3rd, next Monday, I think that the best thing to do at this point would be to release an addendum to this list to add some extra cards. So, Banned, Mystic Mine, Curious the Lightsworn Dominion, Dimensional Barrier, Harpy's Featherstorm, and Artifact Scythe. Five cards. Limited, Tier Limits, Haveness. I know that this seems extreme, but that's because it is. This game needs major strides to get back to a place where players can feel rewarded for skillful gameplay. Many players at this point are disgusted with the game right now. They were upset before this list, and this hasn't helped at all. I have heard from many people that I know that they're taking a break from the game, at least. And who can blame them? In a world where the major issues of a format are not addressed by a ban list, the company that runs the game refuses to properly communicate with its players, and there's no real monetary incentive to play the game competitively, 
then why stay? I want to close this thread that by saying that overall, I actually think that this game is run rather well for the most part. Do I think that there are major changes that could could be made? Sure, but I love this game. I think it's unique in so many amazing ways. And more than that, I love the community. I've made so many friends and colleagues over the last couple of years that I wouldn't have met otherwise. But at the end of the day, the game needs to be properly balanced to maintain its level of competition. Again, I hope this thread doesn't come off as whining and moaning. I just love this game and think that we should expect the best from the company that runs it. Good luck to this format, everyone. Whew. There's a lot to unpack there. But... I mean, it'd be how it be. That's just it. I, I, just, I don't see a world where this game is considered to be in a healthy game state that I, I just don't see a world that this is considered a healthy game state. I, I just don't. Yeah. And I, I know that that's a lot and it's extreme and it feels like an overreaction, but Mystic Mine is still a problem. It shuts off multiple game mechanics. It is, it's just horrible. It's not fun. It's not interactive. And again, this is a game built on the concept of constant, heavy interaction. And having cards like Mystic Mind, D-Barrier, Harpy's Featherstorm, Artifact Scythe, just throttle that down. They bottleneck all the interaction, and they just choke out the fun of the game. And I know, again, this reaction seems visceral and extreme, but I'm pretty upset. And I think it's I think it's justified. Oh yeah, very much so. I've heard from no less than half a dozen people within the last within within an hour of the banless reaction, they were like, "Yeah, I was already thinking about leaving the game," because like a myriad of reasons, right? Whether it be that the cards are expensive, the which I I'll be honest, to me is never going to be a like completely justifiable reason to quit the game because you can definitely play the game competitively for a budget so whether it be that pricing whether it be um that the game moves very fast whether it be whatever this was the nail in the coffin for so many people a company that doesn't communicate with its player base gives no incentives to really um, gives no incentives. It's just, it's disheartening. Oh, very much so. So, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel. So, I don't really have anything else to add. Caleb, do you? No, not really. <laughs> I just kind of let you do your little rant. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, again, thanks everybody so much for listening to today's episode. I know this is a bit shorter one, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, we already had a whole episode recorded. And yeah, it's late. Yeah, so we we had to go back and record a whole nother episode that we weren't planning on recording, and this has to be edited and uploaded in less than nine hours. And now that there's mm -hmm. video to edit. It's a whole process. 
so we're going to try to get this pushed out, get everything put together. Um, a huge thank you to all of our listeners for supporting. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and just, again, a shout-out to Millennium Threads, code TopCut10 at checkout for 10% off mm-hmm. your entire order. Uh, Dragon Show Games and TCG Player, whose affiliate links are down below. Uh, our patrons, absolutely, thank you so much. <clears throat> thank you to all the loyal listeners and people that come back every week just to just to hear us ramble. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm sorry. Well, I've been feeling a bit of nostalgia lately because I've started like going back and looking back at like old numbers and yeah. seeing where we were versus where we are now. And it's just, it blows my mind to think that we're, um, I did the numbers a little bit before we started. We're at like 110,000 plays Woo! in like a year and a half, which is just, just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so a huge thank you to all of our wonderful supporters. We really can't thank you enough. So, uh, with that said, I think that's going to wrap us up for today's episode. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that should be good for me. Take care, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.